G'day and welcome to a very special subsidiary edition of the Maybe Daily. It's Super Bowl time, sponsored as always by Mint Sports. Super Bowl 57, or LVII. <laughs> Romans were big Super Bowl fans, I think. Why do they persist with the Roman numerals? Honestly, would any Seppo even know Roman numerals if it weren't for this sport? I don't think so. I think that that is probably a good place to start. It's the only place. I used to know Roman numerals. Up to what? 57? 100? Was 100 C? Yeah. So X is 10, V is 5, L is is 50. Yeah. There's an M in there somewhere. That might be a (sighs) 1,000. Is that a 1,000? Yeah. Who's counting to a (laughs) 1,000 back in those days? Hey, calm down. Anyway, I should probably introduce you. It's pads and helmets time in the desert. We're in Arizona for Super Bowl LVII. It's Kansas versus Philly. So it's the Chiefs versus the Eagles. Seems like a classic case of most talented player against best team. There's plenty of narratives, not stories, sporting narratives. <laughs> you can't say stories anymore. It's all narratives. We couldn't afford to get Ben Graham and wheel him out like every other Australian broadcast. So we've done one better. We've got our man on the ground for US sports despite not being from the US or even on the ground. <laughs> but you can bet your sweet patootie, he is a man. We've got none other than New York City Wade, a.k.a. Philly Wade, a.k.a. just Daniel Wade. Wadey, <laughs> thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. No, be silly. We are performing this podcast in the room of someone <laughs> who was born in Philadelphia. Wow. Um, that that's, is that's, much yeah. uh, less creepy than the way I would put it. <laughs> we are currently in your daughter's room. I hope it's your daughter's room because it is replete with pink and a lot of small clothing and I've never felt creepier. And that is saying something, man. (laughs) But we've got a Philly native in here. Now, I'll quickly address the elephant not in the room. We don't have Mason Tomain with us here and it's not necessarily because he wasn't available and because he's interstate. This man despises NFL so much (laughs) that he wanted no part of this. So I might have to unpack that with him on the Maybe Daily proper next edition but we're going to get into it i did mention all the narratives you know we've got an aussie rugby league player in jordan mylata good man jordan good man he's good friend very, of the pod hey he's a friend of the pod he's is a good he man. Yeah, he's oh good man. i might have to delve into that yeah. and we possibly have an ex-afl player in kicker aaron sipos he's vying to be the first along with jordan to bring this big brown land of ours a super bowl ring from the big dance we've got a couple of brothers going up against each other someone in the kelsey household is getting a ring and someone else is going to be on the harsh end of a sophie's choice situation but we're going to be talking about absolutely none of the football i want to know what it's like to be on the ground in the states come super bowl time specifically in that city so if it's all right with you wadey a little bit of brief background when did you move over there? 2010. 2010. Yep. And what, New York first up? New York for six and then Philly for four. Okay. Yep. What were the differences in terms of crowds and fans and watching sport in general? In New York, you get into an argument. In yeah. Philly, you get into a fight. I think that's the best <laughs> way best way to put it. You know, That's I, a bumper sticker, yeah. man. New York people, uh, despite their reputation, are mainly lovely, but are all talk. They love a chat. They'll comment on anything, you know. You're not wearing shoes, I see. Or, you know, you're on the train, someone goes, oh, nice T-shirt. Or they've just got to say something. Really? Whereas Philly, they'll say nothing, give you nothing until you've lived there for maybe 18 months, I reckon it took, before I was somewhat accepted. Still not fully accepted. No. Well, you're not accepted in Melbourne, mate. Yeah. So, so I was used to that. Philly, probably a bit more like Melbourne in the you know, parochial sports fan sort of way. New York, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I go for all the New York teams. It's Righto. Like, and you pick a squad. You yeah. Know, like that's it, piss week. Yeah. Come on. Well, they're notorious, the Philly fans, for being pretty diabolical. I mean, they turn on their own pretty quickly. These guys are famous for booing Santa. That was the big one. They threw things at a bloke in a Santa suit. I don't know if it was the original Santa or not, but 
they're all on the naughty list there. I want to discuss what it's like because you were in Philly or you lived in Philly and they won it in 2017. Were you on the ground when that happened? No, so I think the reason you came here today was probably to speak to Loz. So <laughs> she won our Fantasy Football League. This is your partner, your yeah, wife? Yeah. This is my wife. Right. Yeah, yeah she uh, she was on the ground when it happened. I was, I was back here for work. So my involvement was a FaceTime video where I just told her to lock the doors and stay inside. <laughs> that and the hatches. <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah, in the in the weeks leading up, we were there. Obviously, they were greasing the poles from the, the first playoff win at that stage because they hadn't won hang one. On, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hold the phone. Yeah. Greasing the poles, is this a euphemism for something? <laughs> they were getting into it? No, no, you know, the, uh, the uh, there's like a festival in, you're a well-traveled man, is it in Spain or Italy where they like grease a pole? Oh, yeah, 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 of course. There's a competition to go into yeah yeah and you're trying to grease the pole and you get thousands of people there to sort of help someone climb and it's sure. you know, one of these cheese yeah. rolling hill run type things a battle of wits yeah big on that sort of stuff in philly so south philly where all the sports stadiums are there's a big italian community yep and they have an event similar to these these ones overseas where they grease up a pole and you've got to climb up as part of this italian festival and okay. and work together I love this to, to to grab the the piece of prosciutto or whatever it is at the top <laughs> right and so i presumed that was why when i heard they were yeah, greasing the yeah, poles yeah. i'm like ah oh, it's a you know let's celebrate a little oh. more but no, it was to stop the, uh, the I don't know if it's looting, when, it was just to stop drunks climbing Partiers. light poles yeah. on the way back from the stadium. Unreal. So, so what, the council yeah. would go out there themselves, the yeah. government would yeah. employ people at a good rate on a Sunday to go and grease poles. Yeah. What we need are like when you go through the Botanic Gardens and they stop the possums from going up, <laughs> we just need a big plastic shield around all of them <laughs> with some tar on it. Yeah. So it's that prevalent that they have to grease up the poles. That's unreal. Lunch lady, Doris. Have you got any grease? Yes. Yes, we do. Then grease me up, woman. Okie dokie. Well, I want to get into a couple of things here. I want to run through you on game day from a couple of different angles. So going to a game, watching it at home or watching it in a bar. At home, let's get the important stuff out of the way. What's your snack of choice? What are we doing? Are you ordering in <laughs> cheesesteaks? Are you smashing Doritos? Is it homemade nachos with Pabs cans? What do we got? Yeah, those will know me will find it hard to believe. Not a massive cheesesteak guy. Like it wasn't... Wow. Philly, awesome sandwiches. Many, many a sandwich, but cheesesteaks. You know, not my, not my number one. Really? Um, but give uh, us your top three Philly food. Uh, uh, like f- for watching football, having a chili going, especially it's middle of winter. It's right. cold. You start cooking it early. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's simmering away there. You get yourself a bit of bread. You go dip it in. Check how it's going. You know. <laughs> Eat most of it before it's finished, but you no. Make it sounds like it's like Michelin star. <laughs> oh, you're dipping bread, mate, you're bread and chili. Okay. There's a lot of ingredients too, and so you don't really know what you're eating there, but it's just delicious, you know. And it's All been right. it takes time to cook, so it's you know, it's filling the house yeah, with warmth. Get the smell of the house. So that's yeah. a that's probably the the go to eat in. Uh, hot dogs. That was always a good one while you're watching the football. A few people are over. Yep. Plenty of very watery beer. That's really? that's key to just the American life in general. Light um, light beer. Yeah. So what's up, B? Watching the game, having a bud. True. True. Another thing with watching at home, I'm always astounded when Seppos talk about watching the game. It's such a vague term. Like, if you've got league pass and you watch NBA, there's 40 games a day. People are like, hey, I'm going to stay home and watch the game. Did you see the game last night? Which fucking game are you talking about? Is Monday night football the reason for that? Because that's the only real standalone? Yeah, Monday night. Sunday night, there's usually, like, a standalone. I love a lot of things about the US, but... um. Sunday ticket was like yep. 
was was good. That's sort of the league pass. Then the next level is is a thing called red zone. Yep. So what that does is it just takes any game that's within 20 yards of a touchdown. It goes to that game. Oh, yeah, nice. And so they call it the red zone. You're about to score. And so you're watching a game. And then if there's two games, sometimes there's five, six games going on at once. And so if you're watching two games, they'll do a split screen. Does it ever get to a point where it's like multi-ball and yeah. there's about eight screens? Yeah, yeah they no do that. Shit. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, these are the things we love about them. Like they're just... We're going to make this work. And, That's uh, awesome. Yeah, it is. That that red zone, I think it was, it was a bit extra. But that was always worth it. And you're literally just watching the scoring plays of every game at home in the comfort. Is it live? So if they get into the, the 20 yards and they don't score, you still see that? Yeah. You know, it'll be the third down or the second down or whatever it is. And then if you know if they turn the ball over and then it goes, then that, that game will disappear and they'll take you to something else. It's bloody minority report, mate. What's yeah. going on? It is. The production uh, value is uh, is high. Probably similar to what you guys have got in the back room here. Yeah, yeah, no, we're like Sliver, mate, if you're a fan of 90s references. <laughs> Sharon Stone. William Baldwin. Tom Berenger. Sliver. You talk about Loz being over there for when they won it. Something I never quite got my head around with all American celebrations is the looting and the rioting. When they win, they win and you see cars on fire and people overturning <laughs> stuff and smashing letterboxes. Like, what do they do when they lose? What are they like? Yeah, not not as violent, I think. I yeah, think right. um, the difference for us is that it's one city wins. Yep. And so the majority of that city probably goes for that team. Mm. I, I don't... If any team was ever going to like... Oh, sorry, any city was going to stop going for one of their teams, it probably would be Philly. They'd right. probably they just say, you know what? Tobias Harris missed 10 threes in a row. <laughs> Booing him's not enough. We're just not going for the Sixers anymore. <laughs> we're moving to Brooklyn or something like that. Like, that's the type of uh, fan we're dealing with there. But the looting is... I don't quite get it. They don't hold their piss that well either. That would probably be that's the other a big thing. Component. Yeah, yeah. That's that's probably a, a big fit. one. We're going streaking through the quad and into the gymnasium. Come on, everybody! First game that we went to ever was a Jets game. Their fans notoriously yeah. go pretty hard. We sat up the back in the cheap seats and I think there were two ambulances called. <laughs> there was definitely at least three people vomiting like within oh, five really? metres oh, of where we were sitting. Booze-related ambulance yeah. calls. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I mean, they get there at like 8am and just hit, get on the gas. Game starts at 2. Mm. They've had an absolute skinful before they've gone in, eaten nothing. And then they just drive home because, you know, you're sober up during the game. Those fans, definitely the loosest. Been to three or four places, they were the, they were the loosest. Really? Yeah. really? All right, so run me through your game day experience if you go because yep. it is a long game and I'm assuming it's an even longer day. I'm getting old because I think AFL is too long. I'll be there going, really, guys? Do we need half an hour for each quarter? Like, I think it should be trimmed. The last two minutes of the Super Bowl goes for about 28 minutes. Half time goes for half an hour. What's it like game day when you're getting up early, you're going in there, there's tailgating Run me through that experience. Tailgating's, yeah, I'm not built for it. it it's <laughs> especially being the guy who lives in the place who's supposed to organise it. You got to have your grill and your sausages, and so when we went tailgating in Philly, I think we borrowed someone's car or truck or whatever. We had the grill, we had the sausages. That was about it. You just pull into the car park, get yourself a spot, yeah. and basically just have a barbie and start sinking cans yeah. and headbutting people with bloody frying pans on your head and getting pumped up. We brought a footy. We had a kick. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so we had a bit what of a What a Sharon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you? Know. Yeah, just got a Oh, my God, up. what is that? <laughs> yeah. What, you play without pads? You asses are wild. You want a beer bong, man? No, I don't. <laughs> Yeah, I'll do one. I'll do one. We got to do one. 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 Do one.
you see the setups there. Like some people, they've got a camper van for the season. So people have season tickets. You know, they're, they're getting, going to eight games. They're probably spending half their yearly salary on those season tickets, some yeah. of them. But they've got a camper van that's built for those days. Unreal. So, so their Sunday, their eight of those Sundays, rain, hail, shine, snow, sleet, whatever. That's their Torquay Caravan Park moment. Absolutely, man. Unreal. And they do it right. Like they, you know, yeah. the, the things that, that those guys do right. Those RVs are just. They've got a TV in them, so some of them aren't even going into the game. So. Like, <laughs> And, and you know what? I, I, like, I would rather sit out there yep. in some of those setups than go in the game because it's, it is. It's like a big stadium where nothing's going on 90% of the time. Much better TV sport. Okay, inside the stadium, you got, you're in the nosebleed section. You don't have the advantage of the TV graphics to know where the downline is, where, where to make each yardage. You don't have any of that. There's 4,000 people on the sidelines that all seem to be playing. There's like 50-odd on the roster. It's ludicrous. Is it just watching a swarm of ants or is it actually more enjoyable live? There's elements of it live that are that are good, and you do get the big orange post, you know, that they have, oh, that, yeah. you know, in a game of inches that you know you might might be three to four inches off at any one bring time. Bring out the chains. Yeah, bring out the chains. Bring out the gimp. The gimp sleeping. Well, I guess you just have to go wake him up now, won't you? The crowd's into it, especially for a home game. We're trying to stop the quarterback yeah, okay. from being able to communicate. So right. the best time of that we had, we went to Broncos game for a mate's bucks, mile high, coldest I've ever been in my life. I can freeze in that joint. Really? Um, absolutely just fingertips. And, no, and no there's good. dickheads around your tops off, smacking Bud Lights <laughs> with, like, oh, with numbers and words painted on their chest. Yeah, they love it. They love it. But, but no, like, and they actually built the stadium with sort of metal underneath the seats so you could kick the back of the seats with your heel awesome. to make more noise awesome. when, when the opposition's going. And then when... <laughs> When your quarterback's going, it's let's keep it quiet. Let's, let's quiet. make sure he can communicate and all that sort of stuff. Well, that's the thing I never got in cricket. When you go watch a test match and it's pretty subdued and then someone gets on 99 and everyone starts like smacking the... Th- it's like, hey, guys, chill out. You're going to put him off. But why don't they just pump in fake crowd noises and like slurs? I think some of them do and they design the stadiums to capture that noise a little bit too. I think oh, that yeah. that's a, a bit of a inside football, like let's make this stadium super loud. You know, the, uh-huh. the Seattle Seattle people with the, the 12th man thing where it's like the crowd, I really feel like they're part of the game and have ownership. Another very American thing like, yeah, I helped get that win. <laughs> we got the W. <laughs> we? I didn't see you out there, dude. We did it, baby. Woo! Mind yeah. you, you wouldn't know if you did see them out there because I always thought it'd be the worst and best thing if you were a, a American football star because you don't get the celebrity of the individuality of the other American sports because of the helmets and everything but you also get to be like you know the drummer for fucking Oasis and walk down the street and still be a rock star and not have anyone bother you I don't know how they would how they would deal with that in their day to day a lot of them are very big humans you mentioned the Aussie bloke uh, my lighter he's massive enormous man like takes up the doorway like he is well he's 300 something pounds if we want to talk in that parlance in the parlance of our times you know i heard something about him saying back when he was at the rabbitos they kept telling him to lose weight and he's like mate i don't have any more fat on me like i'm just a big boy basically and that's the other thing is that it's a physical chess element to this sport but at the same time they're half a yard away from another bloke in pads and a helmet i get the feeling a rugby player a wallaby or an all black i think you could throw in as a defensive lineman and he'd get away with a game. Whereas I don't think the alternative is going to happen. I don't think you get a big boy from the Chiefs and say, I need you in a ruck and maul situation for 80 minutes. I don't know if they got the cardio. My years of rugby expertise being from Melbourne would really tell me that. <laughs> well, hang on, you're a, fit, you're a fit athletic bloke. How are you? No, you are. Mate, compared to what we normally deal with, you are the Navy Daily. You're the fittest we've had on the pod. <laughs> 
which will be overtaken the next time you have the next a time you have any guests <laughs> when, when I get laws on. But how do you reckon you'd go in, let's say, four downs? So you've got to defend. You've just got to be one guy. Would you get found out like instantly someone would run over you and the quarterback would get sacked? Without a doubt. Like these guys are elite. Fatties. Yeah, like they're, <laughs> they're lightning quick. Like so, some of these fatties can run a forty as fast as the uh, can run, can a, run 40. a forty as fast as the wide receivers, right? Like, but they right. they can only run the forty. Yeah, the cardio's not there, but the sprint is. Yeah. But they're like they're super powerful dudes. Like, and yeah, okay, they can really move. They got to react super quick too. So. Yeah, even someone like I like it. Like maybe you get him once it got to like a hundred meters or eighty meters, but he doesn't need to run that far. No, and, um, and getting around him would take you five minutes. Like they need an Uber. Yeah, <laughs> I remember the first time I bashed the offensive line for the Eagles, and I thought these guys are pretty tough. <laughs> they didn't go down too easily. Hell, man, my grandmother's quicker and tougher than you pansies. Of course, she's 6'3", 250. So what's your connection with Jordan? I'm on a first-name basis now. Yeah, yeah. No, I met him I met him once. Did you really? Yeah, I met him once. And did yeah, your really. fanboy, were you like, Mr. Lauder, I love your singing? <laughs> no, he, he was, he's a mate of a mate. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod, yeah, yeah, Jojo, friend of the pod. He was um, still in the trial phase, or they had, I think they had Fletcher or some all-time great uh, right. left tackle. And so he was sort of off the international list, you know, just uh, like most of us, Aussie over there having a crack and um, still, I'm sure, an an amazing deal, but wasn't, yeah, after he met me, then obviously it skyrocketed from there. Right. But no. <laughs> <laughs> you heard no, it yeah, first. That's yeah. the impetus for his career, meeting yeah. New York City. No, Road. no, no, mate. Their careers are pretty short-lived and they get paid very handsomely for it. It's such a tough gig to break into. Why aren't there more Australians doing it? Is it just too hard? Is it the college system? Yeah, I think you've got to, like for the punting, I think that there's a fair few Aussies over yeah. there. Well, he's the first non-punter in the Super Bowl for Australia. Yeah. I think there's another Aussie over there too in a defensive position. I think there is a third, but he's out outside of the rotation, which is a bit harsh because they've literally got about 53 people on the team. I think that obviously Aussies make teams better. 100%. And this is for all American sports. Um, <laughs> going back to the stats, we'll ask the stats man over here in a second. Yeah. But I reckon if you looked at the last few, maybe not Super Bowl, but the NBA winners... Mm-hmm. Um, or NHL definitely have got a lot of Aussies on the team. Um, but, uh, hey, you've dug yourself a massive hole here. I let's like just stick, it. Let's just stick with NBA. Aussies, Aussies make them less selfish. Yes. Well, it wouldn't be hard. Hey, just on the game day experience, what's a beer going to set me back? What's a hot dog? Exy? Oh, Bud Light in a sort of a nice aluminum. Yeah, uh, aluminum. Aluminum container will be probably 12, 12 bucks. Okay. A current conversion, that's 18. And Aussie. tickets? Oh, anywhere from... Usually around 200, yeah, probably for, for the cheap seats. Um, if you get a little more organized, um, you might be able to find them cheaper. But we used to try and go like last minute. Yeah. Just so, yeah. oh, shit, can't make it anymore. Yep. And um, yeah, usually around 200 for sh- real shitty seats. Yeah. And would there be any decent banter? Like, do you get any Bay 13 stuff or is it just guys yelling the same shit? I wore my Broncos hat to the Jets game. A few people told me not to wear my uh, my Von Miller jersey, which I you know was very proud of. This is the other the other big difference in America. Because I feel like if you see someone out in the street in a Collingwood jumper yeah, or an yeah, Essendon yeah. jumper, you probably think that they're a little special. But um, but over there, <laughs> okay, you're talking to someone who owns nothing but sporting apparel <laughs> or a Brisbane Bears jumper yeah, for that yeah, matter. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, but no, yeah. Look over there, it's very. You go to the pub. Guys, girls, everyone's got their their team's jersey on. Jersey, yeah. Guernsey, Guernsey jersey. I think Guernsey's a Victorian thing. Yeah, okay. I really do. I don't think it's anywhere else. Top for football, jersey for other codes, Guernsey for AFL. 
You heard it here first. <laughs> so my oversized Von Miller t-shirt had to stay at home, but wore the hat, and then a few people threatened to tape it off my head. That was about that it. That was about it. Yeah. I think you better take off the Orioles cap. You're not serious. Yes, 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 I am. I'm not going to take it off. Why should I take it off? That's ridiculous. Let's just take the cap off. What? George, I am at a baseball game. So you're not going to see anyone in a Mahomes shirt this week in Philly walking the streets, you wouldn't have thought? It's hard. I reckon that they're, they are tough, but I, I think that they would cop it. I don't know. It's it's hard to hard to say. I've never worn. A, I did get told by a Flyers fan, mm-hmm. like because I'd been in New York and I'd been to a few Rangers games. I sort of adopted them as my team in the hockey, and he said, "Absolutely, do not for a Flyers really Rangers." And, and you know, he was from the area, yeah, like yeah, and, yeah. and and they don't mess about, mate. Hockey. And be careful when you stand up when you go to the hockey too. People are like get like sit the fuck down oh, sort of really? thing. So, gee, sounds like a good day out. We're paying two hundred bucks a seat. Fuck. Well, that's it. So it's an expensive day out. Obviously, would you be better off just going? I'm going to put fifty bucks on the game and go to the pub and run me through your pub experience. What's that like? Are we talking peanuts on the floor? Are we putting like <laughs> Blues Brothers cages up to throw cans? Did you have a local that you went to? Yeah, yeah. Seven B was definitely the local. They had seven B. Yeah, yeah. Far out. It sounds the dingiest joint ever. It's it's, it's good. not even seven A. It's a ripper. You you can see it in movies too. It's got a bit of history. Yeah. But also screens up everywhere. Cheap beers. You can get wings. You can order food in. This sounds way better than the game. Yeah, it is. And this is where this is why I'm a Broncos fan. So that was a Kansas City Chiefs bar. So it's what some bars do. Right. Sort of align themselves with a team, so they always play that team's games. Okay. So that team's fans will always go there, mm-hmm. and so Seven B was a Chiefs bar, and so the Chiefs are in the Broncos division. So we would go there, and the reason we go for the Broncos is one of our mates, uh, Mrs. from Colorado. Right. We went there, and she started getting into banter with these guys at the bar, and I'm like, well, this is better than the New York teams because everyone's like, ah, oh, just follow all the teams. Yeah. So let's get on the Broncos. So that's how we ended up as Broncos fans, and that bar is also in uh, Crocodile Dundee. Is that right? Have you ever? Pro- Protested anything? Sure, every time I get thrown out of the pub. Another little nugget to make us enjoy it more. And they don't kick you out, which is great. Whoa, I like that. You buried the lead there, mate. They don't kick you out. I reckon there's a first time for everything, mate. And 7B's got my name all over it. So it's that classic quintessential American sports movie moment where they go down the end of the line of the bar at the Truman Show or Major League or whatever it is. There's always the cheering scene at the bar. Yeah, it's a horseshoe bar. And so there's little booths at the back. It's um, So you can just sit in there. Love it. One of my favourite places on earth, I reckon. It's just a place. <laughs> your, your eyes just missed it over and you went to a reverie. Well, that was interesting. When the Jets made the Super Bowl, the big J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. They love spelling things in America. So there's. E-A-G-L-E-S, oh Eagles. Oh, God. L-V-I-I, 57. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yes, and I think that's why they love the Aussie, Aussie, Aussie chant that we... Oh, my God. The reason I came on today was that you said the focus of this pod is to move on from that chant yeah, as a nation. hopefully. So, and you've just brought it up. Yeah, well, Come I don't... On, yeah, we have to talk about it before we can move oh, on from okay. it. okay. It's yeah. opening a discussion on the narrative. <laughs> I am the smoke. I am the smoke. I am to smoke. I am to smoke. S-M-R-T. I mean, S-M-A-R-T. I'm a sucker for just the general fizz of sport and I froth off other people's anticipation. I'm the idiot who, if Footscray are in the AFL grand final, I'm walking the streets seeing a, on a bulldog's top going, go the dogs! <laughs> like, I don't, I despise them. I don't care either way. But I like seeing them go, yeah! Like, flip out while they're listening to SEN and just, like, kicking the dirt and not going to work. Is the anticipation in the streets going to be a bit of that? And also the celebration. Is it origin style every day for the last fortnight? 
Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. No, they, you wear the kit. Yep. As I said, like, so in New York, they'll comment in the middle of the week when you're wearing a Stussy hat or something. Um, <laughs> they make hats, right? Rightly uh, so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is the worst looking hat I ever saw. Well, you buy a hat like this, I'll bet you get a free bowl of soup, huh? Oh, it looks good on you, though. When it comes to sport, anytime you're wearing a hat in, in most, I think, American cities, there'll yeah. be a comment. Yep. Yeah. Like we were watching the New York Marathon one year. I had a Broncos hat on. One of the runners, where no. you know, you're cheering people. And one of the runners goes, go Broncos, like as... Mid-stride. Yeah, mid-stride, like just... Shit, know, that's yeah. parochial. He's yeah. hitting the wall and he's commenting on your hat. That was a girl. It was a, it was a female. She was hitting... Or girl. Or girl, sorry. Sorry, mate. <laughs> All those girls running the marathon. Or boys. Not to worry. Can you answer me one football-related question? I've always wanted to know this. At the kickoff, the team kicking off, why does the entire team continue running? They'll kick it... And they just run through like it's a glitch in a PlayStation game where someone's abandoned a controller and they just run through the end zone. It's like, is, it, is there a reason for this? You know, they're professional athletes and they're standing around for 88 of the 90 minutes, like special teams. That, that might be the only run they get. So I think they're just stretching <laughs> just the legs out. The yeah, teams. it's just like a bit of fitness. No, I, I, um, I have no idea. I have no idea. I, it's, it's probably one of those, you know, like when you go around and when some kicks a goal, you tap them on the ass. Tap them on the bum. But they just sort of run vaguely yeah. into the like crowd, Forrest Gump style. Yeah, maybe they're trying to show their speed. Like a, a big in the NFL is like get it on tape. You know, if it's a practice game or a trial game, like get it on tape. Some scout might see you and, mm. and you get that. So maybe like on their run throughs, they think someone's clocking their forty. I, I've no idea. Well, you've covered it pretty well, mate. We've got a heap of stuff there. What about the best celebrations you've seen in the streets? Have you seen anyone do anything stupid or crazy? Uh, a mate of mine uh, in Philly was reveling. Yes. Big on the reveling. I think that's part of climbing light poles. That's a, that's a big revelry type thing. It is type a thing. revelry thing, yeah. isn't it? Um, so they're walking down the street. I guess we're in an area. There's plenty of pubs and stuff around. Uh, so everyone's outside high-fiving after the win. Yeah. I, don't know, I think it had been 20-odd years or maybe the lifetime of the people that were excited. Sure. And then guys, you know, there's woo, there's high-fiving. Yeah, yeah. And my mate's got his arm around his missus and this guy puts both hands in the air and does the big woo, victory sex. Yeah. <laughs> High-fives <laughs> high him, high-fives his wife, who's from California, doesn't watch football. Gets like. away with it though. That's the thing about big sporting events. Like if you win a big one. You're guaranteed a route, is that? Well, not the angle I was going. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had that guarantee, by the way. <laughs> Although, even grand final night is kind of like fishing with dynamite if you hit the streets. So, <laughs> you can do some serious damage around town. But in terms of damage around town, I remember when Richmond won and people are walking on cars, on parked cars, and cops are like, yeah, hop down with you, buddy. Like, you do that any other day of the year. If you go up to any other couple on the street, 364 days of the year and go, woo, victory <laughs> sex, you're getting some complaints. Instead, you're getting raised eyebrows like, yeah, shit, I'm on here, aren't I? You beauty. Looking at each other going, yeah, yeah all right. Why not? Cool. We weren't even going for that time. <laughs> all right, mate, any tips? Who wins? Or how much do Philly win by? Yeah, 28-17 birds. Wow, that's precise. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, there's nothing more seppo than a sporting event that is all about halftime entertainment and television advertisements. Except maybe the winners thanking God and then celebrating by going to Disneyland. It is a weird one. But there's also nothing more Australian than wagging school to get on the cans on a Monday morning. And maybe that's why it's such a sweet, sweet fit. So we're going to leave it at that and enjoy your Super Bowl. My tips for what it's worth, 
I think the length of the anthem will exceed 127 seconds. I think Drake will appear on stage with Rihanna, who will be producing an umbrella mid-performance. <laughs> I think the Gatorade will be poured over the coach, and it will be orange. And no doubt the quarterback MVP will thank his teammates before praising the big fella upstairs. And I think we've covered it. Lovely. All right, mate. I'll see you Monday morning for a uh, a bowl of wings and half a dozen buds in a in a bucket. Yeah, you got to put it in a bucket. God, well, it's like it's a it it actually angers me a little bit. <laughs> it kind of does. But it's keep it's it's like having it in an esky, but at the pub. Yeah, but they've got fridges at the pub. <laughs> oh, it's forty bucks, and you get a chicken wing with no meat on it and four warm stubbies. No thanks. Yeah, no, that's fair. I'll sit at home and punt. That's fair. All right. Thanks for having us, Wadey. Thanks for having me in your daughter's room. <laughs> and thanks for being a part of the Maybe Daily. Genuine friend of the pod. Appreciate it. Thanks for uh, the love, support that the pod's shown <laughs> me and my family. Is this yeah. your acceptance speech? <laughs> I just want to thank the great Lord King Wally Lewis. I just hope that you're going to splice in a lot of like funny Simpsons because that's the only way this is going to be a winning pod. No, Although mate. I do know that you're, you're really just about getting all my influencing fans following me. Because when I say influencing fans, because I've got a massive social follower. Do you? Yeah, yeah we're pretty strong too. Maybe <laughs> underscore underscore daily. If you want to be our first follower, hop on. Who's today's sponsor? I want to make sure we shout them out. Is it Mint Sports? It is the good folk at Mint Sports. You can go over to mintsports.com.au for all your information over there. You can download apps and get them in your DAX and get them vibrating for your uh, Monday mornings. But we are sponsored, as always, by Mint Sports. Thanks for reminding me. And, and I don't know who else we're sponsored by in this one. <laughs> Shit. All right, we'll work on a sponsor. Thanks for that, lady. Cheers. It's funny you mentioned that smell because I remember my uh, an ex-girlfriend of mine's mum, when she was selling her house, would cook lamb in the oven all morning so that when people came in, it had the aroma of a homely smell of, of meat. Sounds like a keeper. Well, <laughs> unless you're a vegan, it's like, oh, I really wanted to put in a beard, but I feel a bit queasy with all the lamb.